Hello, this is History Storytime with Sophie, age seven. That's me. And Ellie, age five. That's me. And our daddy. That's me. We like hearing about battles, dropping off heads, and kings and queens. I add in the funny bits. I add in the disgusting bits. And we tell a new story every week. So don't forget to subscribe. Last week. We learned how England colonized America in the Jamestown settlement. But America is not part of England now. It all went wrong in the American Revolutionary War. Actually, Daddy, in Britain we call it the American War of Independence. By the 1770s, America had millions of people living in it. They had lots of arguments with Britain, but they all really came down to one question: Who was going to pay for the soldiers who were going to defend America? Well, the Americans should pay because the soldiers were for them. Yeah. In that case, we should probably have let Americans be part of the government too. Don't be so silly, silly boy. You can't have Americans running Britain. So you want to take the Americans' money, but not let them have any say in how it is spent. You and Mummy make all the money decisions in our house. We don't get a say in how it's spent. But Ellie, that's because we're children. But by 1776, America had all grown up. They were fed up with Britain treating them as a child. Okay, Ellie, it's song time. I'll be the Americans and you be the British. Okay, Sophie. Freedom from tax. We're charged to the max. Pay for the army, or it's just plain old barmy. Why should we pay without getting a say? Because we're all one. At the point of a gun, we've had enough. Britain, go and get stuffed. Eventually, war broke out. The British were powerful and had a large navy. So why didn't she win quickly? America was a long way away, and Britain did not have much of an army. Also, it's quite hard to persuade people to like you if, at the same time, you're killing them. Yowch! The Americans had an excellent general called George Washington. He often beat the British in battle. <laughs> And kept the American army together when it lost battles. The war went on and on. Then France and Spain declared war on Britain. This was a disaster for Britain. Together, they had more soldiers and ships than Britain. Uh oh! The French sent an army to America to help George Washington. None of their business. The British army was in New York. George Washington's army was just outside the city. The British sent half of their army to a place called Yorktown, which was in the south of America. There, they attacked lots of the farms nearby. Hold on a second! I thought you said Britain didn't have much of an army. That is true, but the King of Britain. Was also the ruler of North Germany. He was able to pay German soldiers to fight for him. Let 
me get this straight. There was a war between Britain and America, but a lot of the fighting was between the French and the Germans. Sneaky. The French suggested to Washington that they move the army to Yorktown to attack the British. The French said that their navy would be arriving soon. With the navy, they would have a chance to trap the small British army in Yorktown and destroy it. Washington knew it wasn't enough to get his army to Yorktown. He also needed to convince the British army to stay put in New York. So he did some sneaky things. He left his tents up in front of New York. The British thought he was still there, but he was actually marching south. Along the way, he got to stop off at his beautiful home in Mount Vernon. We learned about Mount Vernon in the War of Jenkins' Ear episode. It wasn't so beautiful for the hundreds of slaves he kept there. Some of his slaves had even escaped to British ships. Meanwhile, the French Navy sailed into Chesapeake Bay, which was just by Yorktown. There they found the British fleet. They fought a sea battle. The French had more ships, bigger ships, and the wind was on their side. The British were defeated and had to flee back to New York. That left the British in Yorktown, surrounded by the American and French army on the land and the French navy on the sea. To defend Yorktown, the British had built lots of little forts made of earth and wooden spikes with cannons in them. Washington's army built trenches to protect their soldiers. Then their guns fired into the British from all sides. Washington himself fired the first cannon. One British soldier said, One could not avoid the horrible cannonballs. Many men were badly injured and mortally wounded. Their arms and legs were cut off or they were killed. Washington decided to attack two of the forts. The American soldier in charge of one attack was called Alexander Hamilton. He is in the musical Hamilton. The Americans wanted to surprise the British. Oh yeah! They didn't load their guns. Instead, they put bayonets which like little swords on the end of their guns. Then one dark night, they bravely charged. They hacked their way over sharpened tree trunks and captured the two forts. Now things were desperate for the British. A hundred cannon were firing point blank into Yorktown. The British tried to escape in little boats. They were stopped by a terrible storm. The next day, the British had had enough. A British soldier in a red coat stood on the top of one of the forts and waved a white flag. That's the flag of surrender. The following day, the defeated British army marched out of the camp. Their band was so astonished that they played a song called The World Turned Upside Down. That's the song you can hear in the background. Their flags were rolled up 
the British had to march between lines of American and French soldiers. Then they had to throw down their guns. The British general was so embarrassed that he pretended he was sick. Liar, liar, pants on fire. It was a great day for American freedom. Hooray! Not for everyone. Remember those slaves who had escaped from Mount Vernon and were saved by the British. George Washington recaptured two of them in Yorktown, 20-year-old Lucy and 18-year-old Esther. Now they were returned to Washington's home to be slaves again. On the same day as the surrender, the British in New York set sail to rescue the soldiers at Yorktown. Too late. On the way, they learned about the disaster and sailed home. In London, the king was in despair. When his prime minister heard, he just said, Oh God, it's all over. Britain did not have another army to fight. America gained her independence and George Washington became the first president. But that's not the end. The French went home with the memory of freedom and of fighting a king. Our French Revolution episode tells how, as a result, the French king lost his head. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs>